Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, folks. It's Freedom Friday, and this is Macau, Macau, Macau. <laughs> this is Miss Kapow. Wow. And today is no September 15th, 2017. You were going to say November. I was. Dude. But I caught myself. First, you called yourself Miss Macau. Well, I'm in a different plane right now. You are, man. You're on a whole different <laughs> spiritual level, you know what I'm saying, to the I rest of us. I'm saying. But then you I thought we it. were in November. Well, as fast as everything's going, it mm. might as well be. Mm. Mm. But I caught myself. Cool. All right. You know what we're going to talk about today? Lots of goodies. Lots of goodies. Hey, there's a positive side of hitting bottom, is there not, Ms. Kapow? There's a positive side to it. Sure. That positive side is that... Well, well, it won't be long, <laughs> right? It won't be long. Come on, folks. It can't be Come long. On. I mean, are you talking about the filling up of iniquity like exponentially here? Mm -hmm. This is crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy times. So as the iniquity fills up, there's time for repentance. But as it fills up and those who refuse to repent and continue on. They become more and more demonized. And then the, wow, the demonic factor just running around is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Running around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Ooh, my goodness. So that's the upside of hitting bottom because mm, it won't be long and maybe we can get out of here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So um, I do hope that those who will find repentance will find it. And I hope they find it quickly, quickly. Yeah. now's not the time to mess around it, it, it was never a good time to mess around because you could die you, you can have that plug pulled on you at any time mm -hmm. you know but it's true it, very true but you see now is not the time to mess around or to be involved in a phony religion whether it be judaism christianity islam buddhism hinduism don't don't belong to a religion have a relationship with the Creator God. Follow the path of the Creator God. If you follow the path of the Creator God that's written in the Bible, because that's your only source, folks. Mm -hmm. There's no other source of truth. So if you, fo you follow the Creator God, you go, hey, I'm going to follow God. I'm a God-fearer. I want to learn everything about God, what's going on, what's going on. You follow that path. It will lead you to when God himself came down to earth in the form of man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and did something quite remarkable for you mm -hmm. that he was a final sacrifice for you so that you can be reconciled to your creator God. You can be mm -hmm. reconciled to that and have e eternal life. Amen. And you will find that that man that he became 
is what we know as Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You don't find Jesus Christ, Christ of Nazareth by re, you know, reverse engineering it, going from a Christian church backwards. That's not, you find Jesus Christ through God. No one comes to the Father but through him. I hope I made sense. Yep. So I'm not talking religion here. I am not talking religion or denomination, especially, or any kind of Christian organization. I'm not talking that. I'm talking about a relationship with your creator, God. And when you follow that relationship, it will lead you to when he became man, when Mm -hmm. he became flesh, and it will lead you to that final sacrifice. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you know, in eternal life, life everlasting is knowing God. And so the very first um, knowledge that we have of God is that we're sinners and that Jesus Christ is the life, the way, the truth, the life, and the way. He is God and he is your redeemer. That's the very first knowledge that we gained of God that actually saves us. Yes. And then from there on, we just continue to learn about God and the work that he did and who we are now in Christ Jesus. You're absolutely right. And to reverse engineer that would be to go to a denomination or a a Christian religion, Mm -hmm. say. Say you went to a church, a Christian religion, and you hear about this Jesus fellow, but they don't really introduce you to who he is, really. It's like a separate God. That's Mm -hmm. why we call it a Cheez-Its. It's not really Jesus. It's a Cheez-Its. And so you're worshiping this separate God in so many different ways, whether it's a baby in a manger or he's still hanging up on a cross on a wall. It's the, it's not God mm-hmm. made flesh. And so you can't reverse engineer it. There's no need to just follow the direct path. If you, if you see God, if you just say right now, I don't know if you exist or not. I don't know what's going on, but if you do exist and you're real, reveal yourself to me because I want this life to change for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have hope. If you just say that he'll meet you. Right. That's what's amazing. He will meet you, folks. Because he's real. Yes, because he's real. <laughs> and then your eyes will be open, and then you can see all this nonsense. As many of you listening already have done so. Um, but those who may not have, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not messing around with you. I'm not talking religion. I'm not trying to convert you to my way. I'm just telling you the truth. There's a better way, and there's eternal life, and there's a nice eternal life waiting for you. Uh, this place is very temporal, and this temporal place that we're in is very, very evil right now. Mm-hmm. It's a fallen, fallen world. It's going to get much worse. It's not getting better. And um, so we do this show to point that out, really. It's it's really the upside of the negative. The reason why we show you such negative things going on and talk about demonization so much is to point the way to the positive, really. Mm-hmm. To show you, hey, there's a there's a way out of this stuff. This stuff is is no good. You don't want to be part of it. Yep, it's no right? bueno. So you want to start off with the scripture, Miss Capel, and then we'll get right to these these uh, really good stories we have today. Okay, Isaiah thirty four one through ten says, "Come near, ye nations, to hear and hearken, ye people. Let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world, and all things that come forth of it." For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, and his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. Their slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. 
and all the host of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falleth off from the vine, and as a falling fig from the fig tree. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Edomai and upon the people of my curse to judgment. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness and with the blood of lambs and goats and the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord hath a sacrifice in Basra and a great slaughter in the land of Edomiah. And the unicorns shall come down with them and the bullocks with the bulls and their land shall be soaked with blood and their dust made fat with fatness. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion. And the streams thereof shall be turned into pitch and the dust thereof into brimstone. And the land thereof shall become burning pitch. It shall not be quenched night nor day. The smoke thereof shall be go up forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. None shall pass through it forever and ever. That's some heavy stuff. And you're talking about the very end the very destruction and then your spirit lives on forever saying and the, the deal is you can either go to hell yeah there's a thing called sin and hell or you can go up to what we team deemed heaven or you're in the presence of god mm-hmm. that's your choice and even if you don't think that the world's on the verge of collapse and, you know, you're not a Christian right now. You've got to know that with all the demonization and all the evil around you, if you haven't been affected by it yet, you will be. You will be. You will be affected by night terrors. You will be affected by sleep paralysis. You will be affected by evil clowns and Jesuits and with sorcerers and witches and demonic things flying around your house. You will. Mm-hmm. Because they're everywhere now. They're all in the air. They're principalities of the air. And they're guiding all the demonic forces uh, what people call aliens and they're everywhere. They're in your music. They're in your cereal. They're in your movies. They're in your iPhone. They're in everywhere. They're on your internet. You, there's no escaping it. And just that fact alone, uh, should make you want to, uh, take heed. All right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so what, what Ms. Kapow just read, I mean, you're talking the total, that's the coup de gras right there. Right. You know, so that's what we're trying to uh, really accomplish, the positive out of this negative. And that's that's what we've been called to do. That's what we do. Other people do other things, but that's that's what we do. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have an eye for this stuff. So we see it and then break it apart. Actually try to look at the spiritual nature of this thing. So our first story, our first story, Miss Kapow, is another love story. Isn't that wonderful? It's yeah. another love story of the world. But I do have um, a guest artist in the studio who's going to open the story up with uh, a beautiful song that he wrote. All right. All right. Mr. Diamond, please step in. Thank you, sir. Love on the rocks. Ain't no surprise. Just pour me a drink and I'll tell you some lies. Nothing to lose Such a sad so you just sing the blues <laughs> Isn't it? Mm-hmm. All the time Love on the rocks Love on the rocks Thank you, Neil I appreciate it You can go uh, sit in the lobby now And have a uh, Coke uh, I, I love bringing these guest guys in they're, uh, they're just, they, they love being on the show 
They love being on the show. Anyway, I, I do think that that song maybe should be rewritten and uh, called Love on a Peach. <laughs> Ain't no surprise. I'm loving some peaches and looking in its eyes. <sighs> well, see there, you can write it. Yeah, I'm going to work with Neil after the show. Get a thing. And the reason being is that there is a gay, gay love story that opened in Toronto Film Festival. And guess what it does, Miss Kapow? What? It features sex with a peach. Wow. Gay love movie, sex with a peach. Mm -hmm. Love on the rocks ain't no surprise. Okay. It's a movie called Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. It might become known as Brokeback Biscotti or Peachtree Mountain. Yeah, yeah. But it's a sensitively told gay love story set in Italy in 1983. It's been a huge hit at the opening night of the film festival. And it causes a stir because one of the characters has sex with a peach. Oh, for the love of pizza. I kid you not. Uh, The article says that there is superior acting. I can imagine, you know. To have sex with the peach, you got to be uh, you've been quite the actor. <laughs> Love on rocks, ah, ain't no surprise. I'm loving me some peaches, <laughs> looking in their eyes. Gross, yuck, yuck. Hey, come on. Let's if we all are fair to each other, we've all been a little attractive to peaches. Not like sometimes that. an apricot, sometimes a plum. No, I don't think so. Well, uh, this, this, uh, it's a beautiful hit, they say. It's called Call Me By Your Name. So write that down because you don't want to see this one. Uh -uh. It's set in 1983, right? Yes. Yes. I wasn't even born then. (laughs) It's Call Me By Your Name. It's going to resonate in 2017, they say, with a lot of different people. You know why? Why? It's most likely young people that live in this new environment where it's okay to be whomever you want. Sure. Okay. So, one of the characters is an American and Jewish guy. <laughs> Let's just leave that alone. Uh, a professor of archaeology who lives in northern Italy with his Italian-French wife and his son, Elijo. While into his home comes a new assistant from the U.S. Haba, you can haba. see where this is going? Yeah. Right? And he's, um, he comes into their uh, home. And it's almost a setup because, see, the parents understand without really discussing it that their kid, who's also a gifted musician, is gay as a peach. Mm-hmm. So they assign this new assistant to their son and they watch their relationship grow. Really? So as the son struggles with his feelings and attempts to woo a local girl who has a crush on him, um, the relationship between the teen and the young assistant blossoms. Oh, for the love of peach. And there's uh, there's a sex scene with a peach somewhere in there. So Uh. there you have it. Love on the rocks. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, someone's talking to me. Someone's talking to me. Uh Oh, wow. Who was that? (laughs) Wow. Uh, that was somebody. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I believe somebody in this. Uh, yeah, that's well, that's a gal who was found in the freezer. 
Did you hear about this one? It's a mystery. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't know the cause of death, but she was... Whoa! Stop yelling at me! Gosh! (laughs) My goodness! This website... Everyone's going crazy. This website, as soon as you move the cursor, the the video starts playing automatically. You can't stop it! Okay, this is a... um, This is not normal. Here's a uh, demonized woman who's demon-possessed. All right, and controlled by demonic spirits. See, they're everywhere. They're more and more. The portals are open. That's what we keep saying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no escaping this stuff anymore. They're, no. It, they're everywhere. This woman is charged with stabbing her newborn baby. Uh, the father says that uh, she said that God told her to do it. Of course. Right? And... Um, you you will hear, right, these demonized people. What we've learned, Ms. Ms. Kapow and I have learned recently, and we know this, is that these demons in these people, they'll talk a lot about God and they mm-hmm. talk a lot about Jesus. Yeah. While at the same time, they hate God and they hate Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yeah, they're obsessed with him. But they're obsessed with him, and so they do a lot of talk. You notice they never talk about Muhammad. They never talk about Buddha. They never talk about the Dalai Lama. They never talk about all these other, you know, insignificant people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only they they will only talk about Jesus Christ or say they're God or say they're Jesus. They're obsessed with him. Like you're absolutely right. They're obsessed with it, and they hate him. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they try to besmear his name. So anyway. She, uh, a Swiss veil woman, I'm not sure what that's at, but she stabbed her eight dear, eight day old son mm-hmm. and his father. Wow. And she claimed that the child was created by the devil. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's been charged with homicide, aggravated assault, and all this other stuff. The baby was stabbed near his eye. Wow. And um, can you the, imagine the trauma that poor baby just oh, went yeah. through? Already, already, just already. When the police arrived to the scene, they arrested this gal and she told them, I stabbed the baby. That's the devil's baby. She stabbed them both, the baby and the father, because God told her to do it. According to the police report, she said God told her she needed to kill the baby, dismember him. Mm -hmm. And throw him in the garbage because he was by the devil. Right? I don't think I need to break that down for you and say, is that God language or devil language? Because that's devil language. Yeah, see, definitely. That's, that's Satan besmearing the name of, of our creator and totally possessing this, this woman. So whatever this woman was doing or did or didn't do in her spiritual life, has caused a total possession. And the police did find a knife. Now, the uh, the father, who was also stabbed, said that this gal and him got into an argument, and then he saw her with a knife, and she started chasing him and the baby with the knife, and the baby was stabbed and was bleeding. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't know... I know. You got all these. Well, it's the same video. Every time I move my cursor, it starts playing automatically. You know what I mean? Because I don't have a choice anymore. These advertisers and these people on these websites don't give you a choice Mm -mm. anymore. They're just going to tell you 
just going to tell you what they want to tell you. Right? Here's an interesting number, Ms. Kapow. The 11 number comes up. Yes. In this next story. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Well, I think, I think it'd be the devil number. The devil. At least 11, at least 11 mayors, U.S. mayors have been accused of child sex-related crimes. See, and why are these people still alive, right? I know. They, they really don't get punished like you think they should. Because pedoph- pedophilia is, uh, well, it's always been around. Yeah, it's just now been um, opened up. Yeah. Exposed. And it's, and it's going to be legitimatized. And it just goes to show you how the hardness of our hearts, because something like this should have an, an uproar. You know what I mean? These people should be lynched. And instead, nothing. I know. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot happened to them. It, what, I find this fascinating, and it just cannot be coincidence, that there's 11 mayors mm. since 2016, 11 mayors accused of pedophilia. Mm-hmm. What is with the position? Now, you can look at it and go, there's something with the position of being a mayor and sex crimes on a kid, which I don't think there's a relationship there, but is there a relationship to being a politician? Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, come on. This is a weird, weird, inordinate amount number of, of men. Especially on light of the Pizzagate. Yes. Yes, and so if it's happening on a level of mayorship, even if there are pretty big cities, you can imagine what's going on further up the political chain mm-hmm. in your Congress and Senate, things like that. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Well, let me go through this a little bit. And you could jump in here, Ms. Kapow, if I miss one or something, or, okay. or if you see one. Uh, the first one is a Seattle mayor, Ed Murray. He resigned on Wednesday after a fifth man publicly accused the Democrat of molesting him as a child. Mm. Well, and maybe that's the tie in that they're socialist Democrats, because I know this story has 11 mayors they talk about. And sometimes they mention that they're a Democrat and other times they don't. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if those other ones are not Democrats or what. Yeah, I don't know, but there, there's some. It's not coincidence. How can you have eleven men that are politicians of the same rank all be sickos? Right. That's that's odd to me. Uh, but this this guy uh, Ed Murray, but Murray is not alone. At least eleven then current and former mayors have been accused of child sex abuse related crimes since 2016. Dude, that's only last year. I know it. And it says since 2016. That's only last year. Mm-hmm. It's only 2017 right now. 11. This is just scratching the surface. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of the victims were as, as young as four years old. Here's New York Mayor Stillwater. New York Mayor Rick Nelson. He resigned earlier this month after being arrested on porn charges, child porn charges. Mm-hmm. And this guy, now check this out. This mayor has a decades-long history of alleged sexual misconduct. 
involving teens and children. And the child porn charges marks the fifth such accusation against Nelson. See? <sighs> including rape and sodomy. And he was a mayor in New York. See? Don't, that, I, well, Ms. Capel, who's voting for these, these sickos? And why isn't he in jail? Why isn't he in jail? Why is there five allegations against him? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of there's smoke, there's fire? Mm-hmm. My goodness, the guy is a pedophilia. The guy is a sick, sexual sick pervert that needs to be put out of his misery. See, this is just like it was with the uh, the Catholic Church. You know, these yeah. little st- little stories were popping up and da-da-da-da-da. And then you wonder, and then they were hide these priests. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And kind of whitewash it. But that's how it started with them. They were just like little stories here and there, and then you wouldn't hear anymore, and then they'd be popping up. And now look. Yeah. I I remember that, that uh, the diocese in L.A. That Mm -hmm. was a big thing, man. All kinds of allegations. But that, that Catholic church hid and protected those cardinals. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! And they still do to this day because mm-hmm. these are high uh, influential people. How in the world could he have a history that's decades long and still be a mayor? Mm-hmm. Now this will really get you. It says Nelson was never convicted for the previous alleged abuses, which included inappropriate behavior with a five-year-old in eighty-two on a school bus that he was driving at the time. Dear Lord, there was allegations of rape and sodomy. Five years old. Yeah. And there's nobody there to stand up for this little five-year-old. Mm-mm. You know, that's wrong. That's wrong. That is... That is wrong. Uh, that is punishable. That is punishable by death. This dude, this mayor, is the father of Patrick Nelson, who's a Democratic 2018 congressional candidate. <laughs> What do you think? You think he was diddled when he was a kid, too? Hmm. Of course he was. This congressional candidate, he served as one of um, Bernie Sanders' Sanders delegates mm-hmm. at the 2016 National Convention, Democratic National Convention. Last week, 78-year-old Dale Kenyon. Wow. 78 years old. Why is this guy still around? Mm-hmm. He's a former mayor of Clayton, New York. He was indicted on charges of sexually abusing a teenager over the course of three years. Dear Lord. There's a related story that's not in here, but a related story is that de Blasio Stafford, who, who is a rising Democrat, was caught with child porn. What is I? Th- you know what I think the common... And I'm not talking politics here, folks. Believe me, because I don't believe in a two-party system or none of that stuff. It's all, it's all hogwash. But I think the common denominator here is you're reading the word Democrat. I think you're, what you're getting is socialism. Mm-hmm. And socialism obviously is uh, brought on by Marxism. Uh, Marx was a Satan worshiper. The whole system is satanic. Right. So when you believe in that system and get into it, you've opened yourself up to uh, satanic worship and you get, you get demonized. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are demon possessed. Here's a 61-year-old Dwayne Shute. He's the mayor of Randolph, Nebraska. Wow. He was arrested in July on multiple child sex assault charges. 
He repeatedly abused a minor over a period of four years, beginning when the victim was 13. Chimney. His trial's ongoing. Here's one. Former Ohio Mayor Richard Keenan, a Democrat. So I don't know if the Nebraska guy was a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't say. I'm thinking he might not have been a Democrat. Mm-hmm. You know, but just because you're a Republican does not mean you're not a socialist. Mm-mm. Well, they're the same. They're the same. They just have or different. Or Satanist. Yeah. Yeah. Former Ohio Mayor Richard Keenan, uh, he's a demo, was handed a life sentence in April. Huh, a life sentence, Mr. Powell. Hmm. He pled guilty to repeatedly raping a four-year-old girl. See, now this one irritates me because it also says that um, he'll be eligible for parole in 10 years, but that during his trial, he said that the four-year-old was a willing participant. Really? The, really? The four-year-old was a willing participant in your raping her. Good night. And he's eligible for all 10 years. And he's still breathing. And he's still breathing. <sighs> wow. Wow. Dear God. Anthony Silva was a mayor of Stockton, California. Cucufornia. He was arrested last August on charges that he provided teens with alcohol at a camp. And then he recorded them playing strip poker. Oh, he claimed he accidentally recorded the poker game <gasps> after Oops. interrupting it. Yeah, right. Um, oh, this guy, this guy's a Republican. He was later accused See? of embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars from the camp. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. He's a, he's a Republican. Kenneth Lewis Barrett was mayor of Winston, Oregon. He was one of four men arrested on, in March... And the sex team. Now, this is interesting. They say that four men believe they were meeting a 14-year-old girl for sex. Really? Lord. It was a sting set up by law enforcement. But they thought the person was a 14-year-old girl. Disgusting. And they were willing to meet a 14-year-old child Dear for sex. Lord. See, I... T- And he was carrying a concealed handgun. <laughs> when he showed up to the meet. I wonder what he's going to do with that. You know. Oh. The trial of a Georgia man last year convicted of molesting and raping. Here's the number again. An 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl took a dark twist when the girl said that Christopher Wright, then a Georgia mayor, had also raped her and forced her to perform oral sex Dear on her. Dear God, this is so hard to look. Yeah. Wright, who was first elected mayor as a Democrat in 2012 at the age of 22. 22. He was indicted in June. He pled no contest to child sex abuse and rape uh, earlier this year in 2017. But he was let off without a prison sentence. He was sentenced to 20 years probation. Mm. During which time he can't seek public office. And he had to pay how much, Ms. Capel? A measly $1,000. $1,000 for raping an 11 and 12-year-old, 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl, raped her, forced her to perform oral sex, and he gets 20 years probation, and he can't run for public office. And he had to pay 1000 bucks. Big deal. Big deal. <sighs> there was a Rockdale, Texas mayor, mm. Darrell Gene Walker, he was indicted in June of 2016 on charges of sexual misconduct. 
He engaged in sexual contact with a child younger than 17 of age by touching the boy's genitals. Too many crickets. Now, this guy admitted that the events happened at his home in Rockdale, but said it was for purely educational reasons, not for sexual gratification. What in the world does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> no one has ever tried to educate me by touching my junk. Oh, for the love No one has ever tried to touch my beach. <laughs> or else I'd be singing, Love on the Rocks. Come on. What? I mean, so not only you're a perv, you're a lion perv. Mm. I mean, how could you not be? So this dude pled guilty to a lesser assault charge after striking a deal that'll allow him to avoid registering as a sex offender. See? Wow. Wow. That's horrible. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You pled guilty. You admitted to touching a 17-year-old boy's junk. But you said it was purely for educational reasons, not for sexual gratification. But you admitted it. Then you made a plea deal with the prosecutor, and you don't have to register as a sex offender? Mm, that's so dangerous. Wow. Now this guy's living oh, next door Lord. to you and your kids. And you have no idea. You have no who idea who he is. is. But he mm. likes peaches. Former Millbrook, New York Mayor Donald H. Briggs was indicted on felony charges in December 2016 for alleged inappropriate sexual contact with a person younger than 17. Dude, that's mm. way too many politicians. It's only 11. Diddling children. I mean, with so a you 20... know there's more. Oh, I know. This is just 2016. My goodness, that, that was just horrible. Horrible, Mr. Kapow. And just for that, I got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. Fifthhookmedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit fifthhookmedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K Media.com. Remember, that's fifthhookmedia.com. F I F T H O O K. Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. Kapow, kapow, Miss Kapow. Uh, yes. What else do we have, Jerry? Well, this next story is about that McDonald's employee who gave birth to a baby and tried to flush this baby down the toilet. What in the world? Yeah. Disgusting. She was a cashier at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. She's facing an attempted murder charge. Uh, after giving birth to a baby boy while at work and then trying to flush that say baby down a toilet. This is in California, Redwood City, Cucufornia. See, this you have to have something wrong with you, um, extremely wrong with you on a spiritual level to do something like this. Yeah, I think so. This goes beyond mental illness or ignorance. 
or anything. This is a thing where a human has um, lost all sense of conscience. They they have no. <laughs> it's once again it's demonization. Yeah, this gal Sarah Lochner, she as uh, Brother Capel said, he, she was working as a cashier at the McDonald's restaurant, and she was complaining of stomach pain. So she kept going to the bathroom. Well, one of her coworkers were kind of concerned, so she went to the restroom to check on this gal, Sarah, and she noticed there was blood on the floor. But she, Sarah, said that uh, that she's having um, heavy period. So a second coworker decided to check on her. And she peeked over the um, the stall, and she saw this newborn baby face down in the toilet. Mm. And Sarah had her hand on the baby's back wow. and tried to flush the baby down the toilet. My goodness. And this Sarah gal started pleading with her coworker not to call the police. And when the police came, they found this Sarah person still holding on to her baby and the baby did not have any pulse and it was not breathing. So the officers performed CPR and rushed the baby to the hospital and the baby, unfortunately, I know this is wrong, but unfortunately the baby is alive and in stable condition, but they do not know of the baby's brain injuries. Well, yeah, I just, I know, I know just like God just take it home right now because what kind of life there's, does it? There's no, it, yeah, oh, yeah. There's God. no. My goodness. Wow. Well, the Sarah person has been charged with felony child abuse and inflicting great bodily injury, along with attempted murder. You know what? Um, and she's being held on bail, eleven million dollars. We'll see that number. Not ten million. No. Not twelve million. Eleven. Why eleven? Don't you find that odd? Mm-hmm. So to me, when I see that number so predominant, 11 mayors, a boy, 11, $11 million, it's so predominant in these stories. To me, it's an indication of this happening, this event, this story is from the pit. Oh, good night. And it, that's what it's signaling. Mm-hmm. Why $11 million? Yeah. I think that's, that's very odd. Um, not to make light of this story, but I think that this gal has a very uh, good chance of a successful career as a, a mayor in the future. <laughs> that was clever. Yeah. That was clever. Because it's the same thing. She just tried to kill a kid rather than trying to rape it and, and kill it. Um, yeah. There you go. <sighs> okay. Real, real close. Hey, we're going to skip the, the Stephen King movie thing. Okay. Uh, because it's just stupid. stupid. All I want to say is that during the time of chaos and everything's falling apart, stupid people are going to see this movie, this clown movie. And they actually say it's uniting yeah. the United States. It's, it's uniting people because uh, they see that the evil clown is a lot like Trump. <laughs> and the losers, who are the people who lost in the election, all three of them, you know, all the three Hollywood celebrities crying about it. Um, now they can relate 
uh, of fighting this evil clown thing. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So when that movie came out last week, I was hoping it would just fall apart. Yeah. Because Hollywood has had a horrible summer. They haven't made any money, and I'm going, good, good, good. And then this thing comes, and it saves Hollywood, and they make millions of dollars on it. And I'm thinking, who's watching this stupid clown movie? Oh, anyway, you can't fix stupid. No. But oh. it's probably, he probably got blessed because he was a spokesperson for that, uh, was that, Women's March or something? Yes. And he, have, he actually mentioned that. He mm-hmm. said, we just elected our own Pennywise. Mm. So he said that during the Women's March, we called Donald Trump uh, the evil clown in his movie. And so then he does his evil clown. And so that's the evil clown that's, um, you know, uh, affecting what they call the Losers Club. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of little loser kids who are fighting this evil clown or whatever. Um, I also heard that the clown that what no one's mentioning is that the cloud is really an alien who comes to, um, is it kill babies abort? What is it? We yeah, kill it like kills. That. Yeah. From kills what I understand. Children. Okay. That it's supposed to kill children. Yeah. It lures children and kills yeah. them. But he's really an alien or something. A ship ship. Yeah. A ship shaker. I don't know. Um, it's disgusting. Yeah. You couldn't pay me enough money to, to enter one of those no. stupid things, but. A horror movie is what's uniting um, the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we have the Pope. And um, this poor guy, Pope Francis, was uh, riding around in his Pope Mobile in uh, Venezuela doing his socialist Marxist um, campaign. Yeah, satanic Catholic church stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got bashed. He, uh, the guy who was driving the Pope Mobile, hit the brake too hard. Pope went forward, hit his face on the glass in a rail, and he got him a black eye and a little cut over his uh, eyebrow. And uh, he's okay, but he got smacked in the face, and he has a nice little shiner, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is, my question is, oh, and the people who responded to this, you would think. They would have had some so was... like, the Pope, you know, that, you know, God, hope oh, oh, God helps. You should see what people wrote about this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not very popular. With... You want to read some of those comments? I he... mean. Yeah, one... well, I have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the first one, uh, let's see. One guy says, I'm telling you, that communion wine packs a punch. Um, this one guy says, no difference between the Pope and the President of Mickey Mouse fan club. Uh, Chuck says that was a karma punch against socialism. The Pope is a dope. God works in mysterious ways. Hope the Pope understood the message from up above. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when God gives you a head slap, you should wake up and listen. You know, a silly old evil fool. Pity he didn't hit it harder. God's punishment for being a leftist fool. Okay. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But um, what people are seeing here is that the Pope is a leftist fool. Mm-hmm. He's a Marxist. There's no sympathy. We can see right through it now. You know, that's what I was looking for, is the one in Ecclesiastes, this scripture. It says, uh, a wise man's heart is at his right hand, yes. but a fool's heart is at his left. Yes. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes, exactly. There he is. Um, so you might see a story and go, well, what's the big deal about that? The Pope had a little accident hit the brakes, and he and he slammed his face. Well, my comment on this on Facebook, Fifth Hook Media, Facebook was, this guy claims to be God, so mm-hmm. how did God smash his face on a car window, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you don't think 
that he claims to be God. Let me show you a a few quotes from AmazingDiscoveries.com. Mm-hmm. And it shows you that throughout the centuries of Rome's existence, the popes regularly claimed to be divine. That's right. That's right. They say they're the successor of Peter. The pope claims infallibility, the position of God on earth, and ability to judge and excommunicate angels. I'm not kidding you. Cardinal Sarto became Pope Pius X, said the Pope represents Jesus Christ himself. Uh, a lot of people, it assimilated in society so much that when John Paul II's assassination attempt prompted a young Jewish man to say, shooting the Pope is like shooting God. Mm, mm, mm. In 1512, Christopher Marcellus said this to Pope Julius II. Take care that we lose not the salvation, that life and breath which thou hast given us. For thou art our shepherd, thou art our physician, thou art our governor, thou art Mm. our husbandman, thou art finally another God on earth. Wow. Okay? Uh, You say blasphemy? Yeah. This is an antichrist. That's why we say that the system, the Catholic system, the false religion, Mm -hmm. and the office of the Pope is antichrist. The antichrist. It's the one that sins. As God, that's right, and declares they are God. So, and uh, one even said that you know every time you see in the New Testament the word Christ, you can actually refer that to the Pontus, the Pope. Yeah, yep. Uh, the gloss of extravagantes of Pope John whatever says this, but to believe that our Lord God the Pope, the establisher of said decretal, and of this could not decree as he did decree should be accounted heretical. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. In 1302, Pope Boniface said this in a letter to the Catholic Church. Furthermore, we declare, we proclaim, we define that it is absolutely necessary for salvation that every human creature be subject to the Roman pontiff. And he's called Pontifex Maximus. So he sits above Jesus Christ even. He is God on earth. Um, That's what they they think. Mm Mm-hmm. So it goes on and on. There's a lot of quotes. So if you want to see something really weird, go to AmazingDiscoveries.org and uh, search for uh, the Pope claims to be God on Earth. Mm -hmm. So he slams his face in the Pope Mobile. And um, so as God on Earth, uh, he's kind of clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd I'd worship that one. Mm -mm. Just just a clue. Yeah, because if he can't, you know, protect himself. No. Himself. How can he protect us? No. He should run for mayor. Oh, you know what mayors like? They like peaches. <laughs> Sick. Yucky. Sick world. So anyway, that's the that is the upside to the very negative side, folks. You know what I mean? It's so ugly and so negative, so demonic, so sick, so twisted mm. that you go, What's the upside? That there's a way out. There's mm-hmm. a way out. And then you know, even if you're not looking at eternity right now, you've got to know that, man, this stuff is all around you. Yeah. How are you going to protect yourself and your family mm-hmm. without the spiritual fortifications needed? Yeah. Just a little clue. A little clue. Now's not the time to, to mess around or to take your hand from the plow. You know what I mean? If you put your hand to the plow and you're working... Mm-hmm. And God's given you a thing to do, and you're working. You got your hand to the plow. Now's not the time to take to take it off. That's right. And look back and go. I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Now's not the time. 
Because if he's giving you a commission, it's there's a reason why you're here. Whether you like it or not, there's a reason why he has you living in this generation at this time. That's right. And believe me, it's not for your own selfish, you know, aggrandizement. There's a reason for that. That's so right. do what God has you to do and enjoy the gifts he's given you. For all else is vanity and vexation of spirit. Exactly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are we done, Ms. Pell? I believe we are. Well, say good ciao. <laughs> ciao, babies. <laughs>